0: everyone this is jason oliver and uh, we have another episode of film seizure here for you this week's episode is a zero effect from 1998 and as always i've got my two fellow co-hosts here with me we're going to talk about this this movie um jeff would you like
1: to say hello i would hello everybody i'm jeff arbuckle and uh chuck would you like to say hello? I wouldn't, but I will anyway. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> you said we were supposed to warn you if you snapped. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably snapped.
2: <laughs>
1: all right. So, so
2: yeah. yeah.
0: So, this week we have, uh, uh, I think what we did for December was we kind of just did a, a, a bit of a kitchen sink. We all kind of threw out suggestions. Um, I'm getting
1: one of my uh, my wish list items.
0: Yeah, Jeff's getting one of his. I got this one was my pick, zero effect, and we and and Chuck rounded out the month for us with a couple of his recommendations. So that's how we're going to end the year. You get the scraps I got
1: two. <laughs> yep. Chuck got two. You got you got, you got <laughs> the next two, yeah. yep. and
0: neither were from Italy.
1: Nope, that's oh, wait, coming. Though. It's coming. It, it's, it's coming. The, the, it's the, coming. The Italy tsunami. It's, it's, Italy's coming and it's the, bringing the, hell the, with the, it. The, the boot, the,
0: that boot's going to kick us right in the ass, <laughs> yep. uh, right but, in the nuts. <laughs> but before that happens, yeah, right, 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 in right in the old Ding dong. Uh, but before that happens, we're going to talk about kind of. I would. I wouldn't even say kind of. I would say a most definitely underseen uh, mystery comedy thriller from 1998 directed by and written by jake kasdan the son of lawrence kasdan who you might remember as the screenwriter of just some really minor hits yeah nothing that i know raiders of of the lost Star. what is this what is that and and empire Empire strikes Strikes
1: back strikes back what the the revenge of the jedi (laughs) (laughs) what is this but he didn't make this movie his kid did uh, his, he also his... he also made a movie called something like the little chill out or something. The little chill out, yeah. yeah okay.
0: <laughs> the little relax.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little excitement. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Okay. So yeah, his son Jake. Jake. Yeah. His son, his son Jake Caston. Um,
0: this was his first movie, wrote, produced, directed. Uh, next movie he made was. F- wasn't for four more years, but he made Orange County, which is pretty fun little, oh yeah, little comedy flick. Um, he's made some other things uh, like Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story, the TV set.
1: I don't know about your Cox; mine's pretty Dewey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he, weirdly, he's also the guy behind those more recent Jumanji movies. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Which are honestly fun little. I,
1: I actually haven't watched those yet. I've wanted to because I've heard they are very fun.
0: Yes, they're they're very are... much uh, that throwback we were talking about with um Mask of Zorro. Yeah, they're very much in that vein, um, and it's got the Rock. Okay. That's it's what I was got gonna say. The
3: You
1: guy's love the rock. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We do. 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 We, we do. do. We, do. we don't we don't we don't always love the rock. Um Rampage was a bad
0: movie. <laughs> excuse me. Yes, Rampage was a was a very bad movie. And I, I have been wanting to watch the jung- Jungle Cruise.
1: I've heard that's not great
0: though. I know, and I've heard it's it's basically um uh
1: what's the movie with hum- Humphrey Bogart,
0: um African Queen.
1: Oh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if those are comparable. No, no, no.
0: I'm saying mm-hmm. it's, it's
1: a rip off. Oh, of it. okay. It's,
0: it's okay. a, it's a, 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 it's a pale imitation
1: of, okay. Yeah. You mean, it's, it's the criticisms you, I've heard. You mean it's like a, it's like if they took the African queen and made it an attraction. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then made a
0: <laughs> <movie> <laughs> a movie on out of it, and then made So
1: So it's basically like, like I said, in our
0: 200th uh, translating something from English to Italian and back to English yeah i like yeah,
1: it yeah. yeah so uh but, but we got a better movie has to nothing talk about to do with this <laughs> i was wondering what was
2: happening
0: <laughs> i thought maybe i was really cracked
3: <laughs> we
2: are
0: we are gonna talk about zero effects zero effects uh came out in 98 it i i don't remember this movie in theaters i'm sure it played some theaters it but, came out
1: in, on january 30th 1998 I, which I, means that it was dumped out there and left to die. Yeah, I saw this on on VHS tape,
0: in a few months later, probably. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: We um, we got it in at uh, the VH1 video. Yep, that's why probably when I saw it too. And uh, I did not really know what to expect, other than I think I knew Ben Stiller.
1: Yeah. And he was well, in, and, 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 and of g- course Bill Pullman. Bill yeah. Pullman. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's he's the president, and uh, while you were sleeping. Yes. He yes. was the president while you were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You killed I, you. Yeah, I did. I it just tickled <laughs> Oh my oh goodness! My gosh.
0: But um, but this was also going to be in that era that we talked about a little bit last week, where I watched everything. Right. And this was one of those things that I watched. Pretty sure we got the screener for it. I think you're probably right. Um. This would have also come out, I think, on VHS around the same time that *Mammoths: The Spanish Prisoner* came out, and the late '90s were all about kind of like that smart crime type storytelling, where you have a little bit of a twist in the plot, right, and everything kind of tumbles into place. This has got a this has got elements of that. A couple months later, you'll have *Palmetto*. Yep. 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 So, uh, so this just kind of hit around that peak era, but it did not perform very well
1: no and it wasn't actually very well liked by critics either except for two cisco and ebert really liked it. yeah that's
0: interesting yeah th- that's interesting. they were
1: they were kind of on the other side of that uh they did that every now and then they would throw a little movie like this a bone um
0: i liked it i liked
1: it a lot yeah um and, and everybody
0: who it was one of those movies where somebody would come in and be like i want something kind of funny and what's kind of something kind of kind of mystery you know is it, it fits so many different buckets right that it's an easy one to recommend to people and you're probably gonna like it and most did
1: it's kind of funny because this is also the era of the resurgence of of the new hollywood uh yeah and this was a this was a studio movie although can i just say I fucking love seeing the uh, Castle Rock Entertainment mm-hmm. yeah. lighthouse at the mm-hmm. beginning. I love that. Mm-hmm. Makes me immediately think of two things: one, Mission Hill; ha. Huh. Two, Seinfeld, um, because those were always at the end. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, the um, but this is this is an instance where I feel like Columbia was like, "We need one of those." Yeah. So give us an offbeat movie and then they got it back and they're like, I don't know what to do with this. Put it out <laughs> in January. Yeah, or whatever. Um, it should be noted that w- there's a reason why January is often, and I think to the exception of this year, is often looked at as like a curse. Because nowadays it's it's not so much the case as it used to be, but it used to be if you really had faith in your movie, there were only three months out of the year or four, no, five months out of the year that you could release it. It would be May, June, July, November, December. If you had a horror movie or you were an independent movie trying to get out ahead in the, in the awards race, you'd come out in October. Um, if you were a kid's movie or a nature movie, you'd come out in like, uh, March or April. Uh, especially if you had a religious movie, Mm -hmm. you come out around Easter. Mm -hmm. Um, August was for the, like this type of movie would come out maybe in August. If it was like, well, we might be able to get some of the kids before they go back to college to go see this movie. But like pretty much the rest of the year was a fucking wasteland. It's like if it came out, if it didn't come out in May, June or July or November, December, it's hard to have a whole lot of faith in it. Um, and January was the movies that, that opened limited and then everything that the studios didn't have any faith in. Yeah. It's not as it, bad anymore and certainly not now with COVID, but this is one of those movies where I kind of feel like Columbia didn't know what to do with it and they sure. couldn't really promote it in any one way to really sell it to people.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a hard one to put any kind of label on but um i mean i love the tagline the world's most private detective i mean that, right that that to me when i saw that on the box i was like
2: yeah <laughs> 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 what's
1: this about you know um it's funny because it it's got it's got a comedy style that is very of today uh-huh but it's a but it's a movie and like <sighs> I don't know if you can make this movie today. I think
0: that people have made movies like this just as good or better. Um, I'm thinking of some of the stuff that, um, uh, ah, jeez, Um, the nice guys. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's his, his name? Um, I
3: said it like five times last night. I kept saying, this reminds me of a Shane black, movie. Shane black. Ah. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, I had to say it to remember. Yeah. yeah it's just, it, it is very Shane black. Yeah. I feel like, um, so, people are kind of making movies like this, but they're few and far between. Right.
1: Yeah. I think they were much more common in the 90s. Oh, most definitely. Um, yeah. I'm going to stay right out of the top, man. I'm going to hold some of the more reasons why, but I knew I would like this movie because I remember liking it yeah. 20-some years ago. I really like this movie. Yep. This movie really hit me in all the right spots. So, Anyway. I'll, I'll I'll dig into that more yeah. as we kind of come yeah. along. I it's think little... um, you know you know
0: what about the kid detective? I haven't seen that.
1: Did, I like that did, movie did that, a lot. Did that hit some of the
0: same notes? Um,
1: m- yes. Um, the kid detective. There is a theme to it that matches this. Yeah. And let me, I'll go ahead and say this, and I'll point out the exact things. There is a melancholy to this movie
2: mm-hmm.
1: that is kind of beautiful mm-hmm. and the kid detective does the same thing um where all of a sudden it just becomes this whole other tone that just works and it you know but and then it, it tells this larger story that it's like oh wow okay and then it all lands there with that yeah there that's interesting there obviously we'll get into to the beats
0: but but there's a moment in this movie where where your main character and you, as an audience viewer, are disarmed, yep. and 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 all of the things that that kind of plot-wise don't make sense anymore don't make sense because for a very good reason. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, because it does become almost the case itself becomes almost pedantic and secondary to the reason why that's happened. Right, right, right. yes huh anyway okay (laughs) so so yeah let's just talk about it um this uh the movie starts (laughs) i I love the way the movie starts the movie is it's a grabber kind of beginning right It, it and it's shot in a way that that is very 90s where you have kind of like this this two sides of a coin yep you have um ben stiller who is talking to a potential client for his employer who you find out is is this as he as he tells him the story and is giving this guy the sales pitch for why he should hire, um, his employer as his private private detective. You get um, you know, the greatest hits of all of a lot of his like cases that he saw.
1: Some of the names of the cases are I, great.
0: I, well, it's very Hardy Boys, right? Right? Yeah, it, it,
1: it's very Hardy Boys or um, the um uh earl stanley gardner uh it's uh, sherlock
3: holmesian well, well, it, well it's yeah. like
1: it's but it's the uh but it's it's kind of got an alliteration to it or a beat to it or a rhythm to it like uh, like the perry mason novels it it,
0: it, all, it also it takes yeah, like the case of to yeah. to kind of like a ridiculous level. Yes, yes yeah right. very quirky yeah yeah um the, and one of what is one of them the case case of the man with a mismatched, mismatched shoelaces, shoelaces. <laughs> yeah <man>. <laughs> <laughs> right like that that's
1: not selling any arthur conan doyle novels, no i'm not. sorry <laughs> <laughs> no but the, the fact that how he connects it all back doesn't even make sense yeah no <laughs> no no
0: no because he tells the story and then, but it has nothing to do with the mismatched with shoelaces. shoelaces right yeah it just so happens that the guy had mismatched shoelaces <laughs> Which I think later down the road, you it's sort of implied to me that he probably was able to, to put all the connections together right. because of that one detail, right? right? but you never know why. <laughs> right.
3: well, it's kind of cleverly written here, too, because they obviously didn't have a reason for it, so Ben Stiller says, I can't get into the details. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like because there are no details. It's just the case name we wanted. For this right. Episode. Well, because
1: we find out later, he names the ca- he names the case. Doesn't really. I mean, like it's it's so it doesn't really matter in it the end. It's fun having
3: not seen this movie in a long time. The, like the whole movie, I'm like, what is he gonna name this case? <laughs>
1: and it's ridiculous.
3: Is it gonna be, it's this? Is it gonna r- be super <laughs>
1: literal? <laughs> <like, laughs> yeah. It's a paragraph long. <laughs> I'm guessing with Stephanie, I'm like, and when it came up, I'm like, oh
3: well, it
2: wasn't
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you can't read the names of the cases and get anything out of it. It's no. great. No. The um so then all
0: right so we've got the two sides of the coin right he's telling he's giving the sales pitch to Ryan O'Neill uh, who, who is the the client and uh, but something
1: then, Stark was little well, Stark was his name Greg. Greg Stark and, and then yeah.
0: he starts to um contra- Ben Stiller I should say starts to contradict everything he says in another setting yep. yeah where <laughs> where he's at a bar talking to his buddy his buddy who's a lawyer I believe yeah, yeah, yeah. he is and and, and uh, Ben Stiller is also. A former lawyer. Um, and he says he worked at the farm, which I think was F- the FBI. I think he was FBI lawyer. Oh, okay. And he got the job because Daryl Zero saw him argue a case in court that he never really understood why was was so specifically great. <laughs> right. But that's why he got hired. Um, but anyway, he'll say something like, "He's also among other things an accomplished musician," and, <laughs> and you know, as he's talking to Ryan O'Neill, and then it'll cut to him in the bar, and he's like. And he tries to write music, and it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's thematically weak and shite. <laughs> There's no sense of music, mus, uh, musicianship whatsoever. And it's like <laughs> so. So you're getting like both of these
1: sides of this mystical figure. Well, it's, it's a it's a guy who's good at his job, but also has complaints about his job. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's right. totally venting about his job. He hates it,
0: but he's. Uh, but also, you could kind of get the sense that he admires his employer as well because he is confounding in the way his mind works i think both of yeah. the things he said were genuine in both yeah. conversations are genuine yes he, he's of
3: two
1: minds yeah, yeah. this person yes yeah. 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 because here's the thing it's like one of the things that they they uh, daryl zero is apparently one of the smartest people on the planet and smart people are often portrayed either As completely and totally unlikable or completely and totally amazing at everything they do. What you typically don't see is the fact, which is probably true, that amazingly smart people are very weird people. Yeah. And they have very weird ideas about very specific things. Um, You know, the three of us are very smart people. We are very weird people to, <laughs> about very weird things. But like, but this is, uh, this is to another level. Like, this guy is so smart he cannot exist in public. Like he he has to be a recluse, right? And
0: right. this is where Chuck. What is this movie loosely based on? Oh,
3: it's a Sir Arthur conan doyle story i can't remember it's the green woman in the green dress i
0: think uh, that's okay i don't know mystery of the something bodega that doesn't matter well yeah you're right you're it, right it's it, the bodega it, one but it's a, it's a sherlock sherlock holmes story yeah is what this is based on and sherlock holmes has been portrayed multiple ways in varying degrees but he's always been portrayed you know most commonly as someone who's a little bit of aloof right who is messy annoyingly smart yep who is yeah messy a little bit disheveled,
1: but brilliant, right? Wasn't he also a, a cocaine addict too, right? Yes, so, yes. Which they they talk about some like some sort of amphetamine. He's, to he's addicted meth. to
0: amphetamines. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, uh, Daryl Zero is. Um, so yeah, I mean this is most definitely a Sherlock Holmes type character, right? A- and Stiller is his Watson. Yes. Right. yeah. Yeah. And and the later character is another one, but I'll wait until we okay. get to Okay, um, mm-hmm. and I and, and 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 it's interesting to me that I think this this version, at least in movies and TV shows of Sherlock Holmes, I would most closely resembles Benedict Cumberbatch's. Oh, absolutely, from the most recent, you yeah. know, BBC. Agreed. Which
1: is funny because there are, there are some people. It, there aren't many people who fall in the in between on that show either you really like it or you really really don't yeah and the and what's funny is is the i think sometimes people who don't like it think that the (laughs) it's one of those i i don't know too much about this discourse but it's one of those things where it's like you are not liking the true version of sherlock holmes like that like like people can't get beyond uh, um peter cushing right or um or um in or pe- order to or, like, uh, would- uh, the, what's the the other guy that i'm thinking of um uh, basil rathbone you can't right, get right, past right. that image or that that visage of, of
0: and, and, think- and in quite reality in reality i feel like those are those are two of while they're iconic for how they look Are not really the most faithful, right? Yeah, and I think
3: importantly, and why Ben Stiller is important to the story in most Sherlock Holmes stories, Sherlock is so wild, you need a grounding, and if you don't like John Watson, or if you don't like Ben Stiller's character, that's where it falls apart for you because because
1: Bill Pullman is too fucking much in this movie, (laughs) you know
3: what I mean? Yeah, although
1: although he is surprisingly charming in uh-huh. some of he the becomes scenes in which likable but he is not at the beginning He is not right the, the parts where i started really liking him is when he's running on the treadmill <laughs> next to john Hurt <laughs> yeah. and, and he's just looking at the him right yeah. yeah and he's just looking at him and he's just got a weird look on his face well i love and it. Then he's like so what level are you <laughs> <laughs> and I, he's just staring at him. i love that
0: he's also like he is trying really hard to run yes and you can see it in his acting that he (laughs) is exhausted and he doesn't run very often (laughs) when he's trying to keep it together it's almost like his face is tight (laughs) (laughs) oh god i love it but all right so so what happens is ben stiller gives the pitch to ryan o'neill ryan o'neill says that he has lost something and he's being blackmailed over it. And he's lost his, his car keys, basically, he's, right. is the joke. He's like, but what I have to tell you is very important to me. And um, and the case is that, essentially, I've lost my car keys. Yeah. And I and I don't know where they are. And I need you to find them. And it's like, oh. It <laughs> doesn't seem like that big a deal, right? right? But there's a lot more to it. So, Ben Stiller goes back to L.A., because he's in Portland, is where Ryan O'Neill is. Portland, Oregon, goes back to L.A. to tell <laughs> Daryl Zero, his employer, what his what the case is, and if he wants to ask him if he wants to take the case. And you find out, obviously, from all the stuff that that Stiller's character is telling his friend at the bar that he's kind of he's a rec- recluse. He's um, got kind of agoraphobia. Doesn't like being in the field, but when he's working, he's like. On it. When he's not working, he's a wreck. Yeah, right. Right. right.
1: He also <laughs> he's also got OCD. Yes. I mean, he's Good got time. like so much tab. It's, yeah. And there's oh, a single see, Diet Coke oh, in the
0: refrigerator. Oh, I love it. His diet consists of of tab, of a giant bag of pretzels, <laughs> and and endless cans of tuna fish. Yep.
3: <laughs> and he has the audacity to call someone repulsive. <laughs> right. <thing.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah he's he's most definitely you know a uh ocd and probably a little bit on the spectrum right. right like and he does not see those things as essential right it's just things that he can eat that gives him energy and fuel to do work
1: right or to make write really bad music right <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I kind of appreciate how many computers he has around, <laughs> yeah. you know, c- as a guy who sometimes has three computers going at the same time. Right. Um, but I, uh, y- y- yeah, it's... Y- <laughs> he's
0: got, I, he's got, a, he's basically, his apartment is locked behind a safe
1: store. Yes. that doesn't work completely.
0: Right, it's yeah. malfunctioning, cause then you could, and they'll love it too, because you it get all the frustration that Ben Stiller <laughs> has had about this chip is coming out and just him unlocking the doors yeah, and yeah. relocking them. Cause, Cause his door has six dead bolts, right? That he's got to individually unlock with separate
1: keys. <laughs> then he's got to put a code in and then he's, gotta- and the code is really long.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, also what about the, uh, is there, <laughs> what is it that is like tacked into the wall? In one of like in one of the shots inside, like down by the floor, it looks like he's like bedazzled something. Oh, I don't know, I, I missed that. I don't know what it is, and that's the thing. It's like oh, it, I also it, missed the other staple of his diet is Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots yeah. of cans of that. Yeah, <laughs> these are all you know. These are this is all good human fuel. <laughs> and yeah,
0: the one Diet Coke, which is we find out is for, is for Ben Stiller. For ben yes. Stiller. Yeah. for Steve Arlo. Yeah,
3: there's something weird that Arlo does when he enters the house he goes to his desk and finds like a model of a mouth and puts it on a shelf. It's like, it looks like he's going to reorganize stuff and he's looking for something important. And then he grabs that and puts it on a shelf. Yeah. Like, Why? Yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> and he gives it like a disdaining look. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's gotta be there for some reason. Yeah. It's weird.
0: <laughs> Unimportant to the story, but obviously shown, <laughs> but he comes in to, uh, Daryl zeroes, room who the whole time you've been cutting to
1: to him but but from the
0: waist down
1: there is one other thing guitar
0: and hearing him sing this, this screeching song
1: right there is one other detail that's on one of the computer monitors i don't think you see it better until a little bit later you might see it at first with the uh when he's going around the apartment like before you see him there's a newspaper clipping that says boston zoo fire kills rare stork <laughs> It's just the newspaper clipping stuck to one of the monitors for the computers. That's wild. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that saved? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he
0: um we finally see that Daryl Zero, the famous Daryl Zero is Bill Pullman, and he's finished it wrapping up his song. And uh he's he's kind of like in this weird sort of manic state. Right. Uh and he asks Ben Stiller what he thinks. And he's like, it's, that's just great. I think it's, <laughs> I think that's really coming along, you know. Because all of the frustration and everything has kind of like, he's gotten it all out on all of the objects in the house. He's got his Diet Coke. And then he walks into the bedroom. And while you could tell he's being sarcastic, he's still kind of changed his appearance to be
1: like, all right, I'm working now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he basically tells him. Here's the here's the thing. Rich guy lost keys uh, to how, a safety deposit. How desperate box. on a scale of of one to ten, or something. Right, like that. yeah, <laughs> right. And I think he said like he's in a mania or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And so he says, uh, he, and basically Bill Pullman, like uh, Daryl Zero, like pretty much figures the guy out. It's like, well, obviously there's something about this guy he doesn't want to get out. And there's something really, really, really important that that safety deposit box key will open.
3: Yep. And he knew who his father was. He knew what kind of person his father was. Yep. And what his business was. Yeah. yeah.
1: And a just instant recall yeah. on that. Um, which, by the way, there later there are moments in which you see what looks like a, a camera flash happen that saves a moment. For his, I assume his eidetic memory. Yeah. There,
0: there, that happens a few times later. Yeah, too. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, as he, as if he's like filing it away uh-huh. for for later. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he says, "Okay, well, here's here's what I need you to do. I need you to drive me to the airport, and you're going to come out tomorrow morning in the seven a.m. flight. They can't go together, and he has to go tonight. Yes, and he can't spend time with his with his girlfriend. <laughs> now, there's something about this." That fucking killed me. Can I guess? Yes. (laughs) Is it the fact that he didn't drive?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) It fucking killed me. So it's like it's time to take him to the airport, but Bill was driving.
3: (laughs) That killed me, too. We should mention that you mentioned his girlfriend, but it's an important thread in the movie. Um, He's moved in with her. He's probably on the verge of asking her to marry him. And... Uh, in that car ride to the airport daryl zero's like you should probably you're not mad at me you should rethink what you're You're doing you're not
0: you're not ready to be married yeah (laughs) yeah that's what he's telling him trying to manipulate him a little
1: bit the girlfriend jess is played by angela Yeah, who was dark angel in the full moon movie i was wondering what happened to her i was was too i mean she popped up in a lot of stuff there for a while and has disappeared Yeah, she was kind of like the the like the '90s hot girlfriend Mm -hmm. for a little while. Yeah, she was in Con Air. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, so she's frustrated. Like it seems like she's gonna leave Arlo at any time. Obviously, this
3: like kind of come back and have to leave town immediately. has Happening shit. for a long
0: time. And so, She's frustrated by it. Oh, yeah. there's there's a great example of that a yes. little later.
1: Yeah, yes. it's, so, it's so, so funny. They uh, so yeah. So like he takes him to the airport. He flies out. This is like at ten o'clock at night. Yep. Which means that Ben Stiller has to go back to the airport in just a few hours. Yeah, he wants
0: him to fly out again, like twelve hours
1: later. No.
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah, seven like a.m. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Seven hours later, <laughs> so or seven a.m. and nine hours later, and so he like so then he gets there. Do you want the locale breakfast? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> then
1: he flies. So yeah, again he so he flies out to. Uh, to to Portland, and I think it's that this is like because uh, there's a drop. there's a drop that morning, right? So Daryl then... for for the
0: blackmailer is is that's blackmailing Ryan O'Neill. There's a drop set up for the next day. Um, Arlo told him is like, go ahead and keep it unless we tell you differently. So so Daryl goes out there so that he can watch the drop happen. Right,
1: and it's these very specific. Like, oh, and he doesn't
0: want to be there either. We should mention that. He's like, he's like, am I going to have to go? Have to am, go. I, am I going to have to actually go? It's like, I think you probably will. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and there's already been some other uh, detectives over the case too. And he gets really mad about a particular detective who always mucks it up. Yeah. Yeah. For him when he's got to come in and clean up yep. the, the mess. Yeah. but. But yeah, he doesn't really like to go into the field. If he can solve it from home, he will. Which
1: some of the some of the stories were like like one that hour. was yeah. one hour of yeah. him just thinking about it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But he goes and uh, and he he's also simultaneously writing his own memoir. Yes, and he about like his detection techniques and all of that. So a lot of the narration from is 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 him writing his book. There's yes. some
3: really great stuff.
1: There's some really great stuff. Yeah. He talks about the two big obs. Yeah. Yes. Observation and objectivity. Yes. The, the, which, yes,
0: is the, the zero effect is, the, is what you find out later. Yeah. Right. But he, um, but one of the things that always has stuck with me from this movie is in this next scene when he's observing the, the, um, the, uh, the drop. All the steps he's got yeah. to make to drop the hundred thousand dollars, yeah, for the blackmailer, and um, he he's like uh, the what did it he say? It's like they can't tell they're being followed, but pe- people find if people figure out they're being followed by turning around. And seeing you follow them, yes, <laughs> right. They can't tell they've been follow- they've be they're being followed if you get there first, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's like I don't know, I, just, I just love that little yeah. thing. And you find out that he's anticipated all the moves, and he already knows some of the details. But he gets to the place where the drop is going to be before Ryan O'Neill Clark does, um, and then he just waits. Yep. To see, okay, we know where the money is. Who's going to pick it up? Right.
1: Right. And but it doesn't really give him too too much but this is also wasn't this uh, didn't he also already go to the gym at one point yes yes yeah so he's already he's already gone to the gym he's already noticed that ryan o'neill has a thing for redheads because of the masseuse Mm -hmm. um he always has the same 9 a.m appointment it's almost sexual Mm -hmm. or uh uh fetish is almost fetishized um and how like with the redhead and masseuse with the redhead masseuse he also means gloria gloria who is uh the lady from the walking dead show um yeah it's kim dickens kim dickens yep um and (laughs) she you know it's like and he's he's already kind of been surprised by her a little bit by the fact that um He's like, well, I, you know, just let her have the 10 a.m. appointment when he tries to get to the same masseuse. I think he's just trying to, in some ways, live the life that Ryan O'Neill is living just to kind of get to know him. And so, but then she's like, no, you clearly need it more than I do, which he's like, what, what, what?" you know, he's like kind of, he's disarmed by that.
3: This Mm -hmm. is why I think she's a little bit of an Eileen Adler character. Or Irene Adler from the Sherlock Holmes because she's a foil for him. Yeah. Like, he, yep. he notices she's an EMT. Later, he explains why. Because he smells the uh, whatever chemical. Oh, on her uh, iodine. Yeah. He iodine. And iodine. And he goes through the whole, you know, the Sherlock Holmes, like, dress down with mm-hmm. her. Right. And then she kind of dresses him down by
1: saying you know you look like you really need a massage yeah wait wait how do how do you know these things right and and right it's like every everything that he sets himself up to do on the job she breaks through it yeah um yeah and this is when he's <laughs> very clearly struggling to to keep up with ryan on the, who is also struggling it looks like yeah. he's about to drop dead but <laughs> he's trying to keep up he's like, so what what level are you on oh i'm on a i'm on an eight or whatever he says what level are
3: you on eight and he's like no seven he's like oh i'm on the same one as you but they're both on five yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yeah, he um, and then he also like he uses a different name um, to talk to him in a different like in the locker room mm-hmm. uh, where he's talking about um, basketball. He's talking about like you can win. You can't win. Ryan O'Neill says you can't win a championship without a fast break. And he's like, no, wrong. The Boston Celtics did in the 80s. And then he brings up that he went to Cambridge. Columbia. But yeah, or Columbia. Oh, well, no. Yeah, you're it right. Came Clark Cambridge. came from what? Stark stark yeah, yeah jesus he so he says uh yeah cambridge Cam- and he's like well that tells you he's he lies about his th- but he's he's very quick to drop where he's from and, yeah. and what is you know like as if that means something
0: right and i right and that this is the point before he he follows the um the drop he goes to the airport to meet um ben stiller
1: yes in a beard. <laughs> in a beard. He's in disguise. He, two, two, uh, he, he has him go to the, to the, uh, phone pay phones. Yeah. Where he's sitting. We find out later, just a few pay phones down. And calls him. Calls him. Yes. And then he says, okay, so here's what's going on. Here's what I found out about him. This, all these things that he's observed. Um, I need you to go back to LA. Yeah. <laughs> to get some things. I can't remember what, but yeah. And bring, and, and bring, and bring back them tonight. back to me. Yeah. And I'll see you tonight. Back here. <laughs> <laughs> it should be noted that that he has unlimited funds. He charges so much because he's so good at what he does. Which is funny because most of the time you would have a character like this, he would be shit at the job. He would be more lucky, if anything. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, he really doesn't know what he does, but he gets lucky. And then, but on the other hand... um. You have, um, in this, he actually is really, really good at his job, but he is—he's got all of these other quirks about
3: him. He's got no personal skills, right? He's, right, yeah.
1: And he—he he needs what he
0: needs when he when he thinks he needs it or wants it. He just—he just makes decisions as he goes. Right, right. It, it's yeah. kind of plucked from nowhere. Yeah. I so I he sends. The, oh, go ahead. Well, I love the line when he, when, he, when he tells him he needs to go back. And uh, and best like, oh, I just have one. Wait, for, Before they said, I just have one question Why are we talking on payphones?
1: <laughs> and then wide shut, and they're just like, Yeah, a few payphones. <laughs> and, and he says,
0: oh, god, it's Bill Pullman is so good in this and every scene, but he says, Two guys in an airport talking looks kind of fishy, <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells him he needs to go back, yeah. And and Bill Stiller is just exasperated, and and uh daryl zero says are you still there and ben ben stiller just says
2: no and hangs up <laughs> <off. laughs>
3: and what we find out later which i'm kind of skipping something a little bit is when ben stiller goes back he gathers information and comes back and he's been left a note by daryl zero at the desk that but, says yeah. i've gone back to l.a <laughs> Oh I'll yeah. see
0: you in the morning. And then, and then when he does see you in the morning, he's like, so um, so I brought you those things, which yeah. you obviously don't need anymore <laughs> since you already went back to L.A. LA and I imagine you got them. <laughs> but we do have
3: that important drop off watch because when he watches the drop off, Stark goes and puts the money in a toilet tank. And he's watching these two weird, weird looking fellas who have briefcases and are walking around with stuff. And part of the directions were to pull the fire alarm. Right. When when after he dropped the money, which is incredibly important, as it turns out, yes, because then the EMTs need to come. Yep. And Gloria Sullivan walks into the men's bathroom where the money's dropped and out. Yep. Presumably with the money. So and she, she's got a lot
1: of kibble with her.
3: Yes. So she is apparently either the blackmailer or part of the plan to black. And
1: he's already
0: seen and conversed with her earlier. Yeah. So it's like that's too much of a coincidence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly it's like she's obviously in all the the same same places yeah exactly right um so yeah so at that point like he he is he's also like the the lady at the front desk of the of the gym it's like well she's not married you know and she's like playing matchmaker for them um and so you know there's already forces at play that are going to bring these two together on top of his own curiosity about and then her this is when he's got to go back to la to do research yes <laughs> and you've got a little <laughs> bit of a research do. montage which you can't which he could probably do he's where gotta, he's, he's
0: got to go back to all his computers and his <laughs> mi- microfiche machine and, and all of that right how
1: yeah. do you think how do you think he gets does he get like a regular drop of the updated microfiche? that's what i was wondering he
0: can't just have like unlimited <laughs> mi- microfiche in his, <laughs> In his apartment, right? I like
1: saying the word microfiche.
0: But he, uh, (laughs) but he does find some things out, uh, and then he goes back to to Portland, and he goes back to the hotel where Arlo is.
1: And well, at some point, he follows her and finds out that there's this a very sick old man that she's carrying. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Did Arlo find that out, or did? No, he did. He He follows her. Um, And then, yeah, yeah. She sees him pushing an old man in in a wheelchair at a um, retirement home. Yeah. And he just thinks that she volunteers there for, yeah. Um, Because she goes there, I guess, every day or something. Yeah. Or every week or something. But um, finally, him and Ben Still are back and they compare notes, essentially, which is mostly just Daryl Zero telling. Uh, Arlo, everything he's learned, but there's a moment where he when come, he comes in the the room, and Arlo's watching something on TV. Yeah, he asks him, "What are you What are you watching?" And Arlo's like, "Oh, something about the 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 extinct the, the extinction of the whale population." So, and, and Daryl Daryl turns the TV off and just says, "Fuck the
3: whales." <laughs> he treats him like a child too when he comes in he's like what did i tell you about these curtains (laughs) and the lights and (laughs) and then the fuck the whales line is definitely the (laughs) the chart cover there and and of course he's just like
0: oh great you know all right we're on now yeah working again Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but he he tells him about the poem that he found that um stark wrote it's like it's right, like wait yes. says, who who rhymes towards and birds. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he recites the last few lines of the of the poem leading up to the last word birds which he just says with such disdain like it yeah. doesn't rhyme. <laughs> and and
3: Arlo's like, "Well, maybe it's not supposed to rhyme." Yeah. Which it comes back later is kind of funny the way he handles right. poetry info. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important to note the the poem was about a woman named Clarissa yes yes
0: yes and that's uh that's that's funny too there's there's two moments where where daryl goes to sleep that are so funny the first one is at the beginning of the movie after he books the flights yep and then he just falls he just falls asleep 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 in his chair in front of the computers he's like i'm no sleep now his his battery just zaps (laughs) he's out and then then after he tells all the information to ben stiller he gets wrapped up he gets he lays down on the bed grabs a comforter and just turns yeah and wraps himself up in the blanket in his sleep
2: a very <laughs> dramatic
0: sleeper yeah. and he is sent where
3: does he send ben stiller at this point to try to find out where the safety deposit box is
0: yeah or... he wants him to look up um the the name that popped up
1: on the email i think kb KV. There is no boxes with the name KV. And they figure out boxers boxers. (laughs) with the name KV.
0: Yeah. But then they figure out the name, I think Craven Vincent. I forget how. Creighton Creighton Vincent. Creighton Vincent. And he wants them to to look to see if there's any um, safety deposit boxes in. Under the name Creighton Vincent, but they're pretty sure there isn't because the previous detective wrote a note that they had misinterpreted earlier. Right? They said,
1: "Well, this is a typo." Boxer. Right.
0: Not yeah. Box Box is not boxer. Right. But then Ben sort of like, you know, I was going to do that, and Daryl Zero I think says at that point, "Well, it's pointless." I think it's moot it's me but you should still be sure but well, he he says, he's, oh, well he's, he's like he well i says, guess i'll go get a drink with my buddy bill or something
3: that's a little yeah, later that's oh, a, a little know, bit later. at this point he sends arlo to occupy stark so he can get into his office. oh that's right and then he goes through the cool rules on finding things so good i love it so good he's, he's yeah. like if you're looking for something If you're you're looking for a specific thing, you're very unlikely
0: to find it. Because you're looking for one thing. Because of all the things in the world, (laughs) you're looking for one thing. Yep. Now, on the other hand, if you go into a place looking for anything, you're bound, of all the things in the world, you're bound to find something. Yes. (laughs) And what does he find? He finds the car
2: keys.
3: (laughs) And he has the line that somebody said, is mentioned to him later, he says, usually things are right in front of your face. Yeah you know and yeah he finds the car keys he finds so, the car keys in the
0: in the couch cushion
3: of, of course yes yeah. <laughs> and he's effectively solved the case at this point he knows who the blackmailer is and he knows where the keys are yes but he has a further interest in knowing why, why? these two seemingly unrelated things because if the keys weren't found
1: by the blackmailer they can't be blackmailing him for what's in the box. Exactly. That's that's what he said. He he talks about the 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 wh- the who's the and the wheres don't matter as much as the whys. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And he tells this
0: to to Ben Stiller to Arlo, and I love it. Arlo says the keys are a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> that's confusing. <laughs> and and Daryl Zero is basically.
1: It's like yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's intrigued this case is right. interesting now yes it is because uh yeah like like uh you know like you had mentioned it's like the 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 wise end up connecting all the dots and and when and when you connect all the dots that's when you get the you uh it it, unve- it unveils something worse really yeah yeah um because the well gosh so <laughs> there's there's a point in which arlo goes and talks to stark and th- they go and they meet at that diner or that restaurant mm-hmm. and he tells arlo the whole story about who clarissa is Well, clarissa was a college girlfriend and i had um you know it was, it was young puppy love basically and it was you know i was a i was Little, getting a little manic with it yeah th- yeah before that daryl pretty much figures out
0: that that um stark killed clarissa yeah right. because that's what Nestor says at the do. diner he's like so so he asks him is there sure is not anything more you want to tell us about the case he's like like maybe why you killed Clarissa. clarissa no, this is right. the funny thing with the he's like do birds, or how do you say
3: T-O-W-A-R-D-S? <laughs> yes, yeah. he's like towards. He's like, does that rhyme with birds? And he's mm-hmm. like, what? No, why are you asking me this? To-? He's like, okay, why did you kill Clarissa?
2: Yes, yes,
1: <laughs> it's so good. But they and had thats also- when they go to the diner at yes. that point. Yeah,
3: and they had also previously, Zero and Arlo were investigating the hotel room, the, the scene of the crime, to figure out how it happened
1: because they're they're the the photos of clarissa on the floor in the body outline and everything Uh, the the position of the bed the type of bed is is key because it didn't exist in the 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 bed that's there now did not exist as a size of a bed in 1972 or whatever and arlo's like great somebody changed the bed in the last 20 years (laughs) right?"
3: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he basically reasons out because they had found out that when Craven or Creighton excuse Cra- me, Craven. killed Clarissa because we know that C- Creighton killed Clarissa at this point we yep. don't know why but they're trying to figure out well why well he they touched- figured
0: out the name they figured out who Creighton was yes and they they just put it together that because of he the was name, a hired gun and because of the name Clarissa Yeah. yes and he went to prison for for killing Clarissa Creighton did but right but Arlo
3: went to the police department and said, I need all the files on this. The guy's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he's like, well, I'm here. You know, I'm here for Daryl Zero. And he gives him fucking everything. Yeah, Right. So obviously, Zero is known in every police department in the country, too, obviously, is a pretty important guy. But in those files, they find that Creighton had touched everything.
2: Mm-hmm. He had touched like, everything. Why would right. he
3: touch everything? Yep. If he was hired to go in there and shoot her, he accomplished that. What was he looking for, basically, or whatever?
1: Right. And there was uh, the position of things were different um, things that wouldn't be to code or standard in, you know, for like fire in safety, nine or in, whatever, or, uh, what, yep. 72. I think it was the or something like that, 70 or whatever. But yeah. And so basically um, he was hired by Stark and which is funny because Stark just gives that up. Like he's like, well, you know, he knew, he knew they knew, yeah. But at the same time, he doesn't at all show any kind of remorse, really. Right. No, which is which gets under Ben Stiller's skin. But he also, he also, um, you
0: know, he says that she was trying to extort money
1: from him well she's like she i say that she was raped. she accused me of rape yeah he doesn't say it directly right. he just says she accused me of something well, yeah well that's Arlo, Arlo like fills rape. in the blank yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um but he does like he it's very very clear and and it becomes very clear in the scene like while there is a story here that's interesting that's unfortunate that that deals with all of this other stuff and it's like okay, I see why you're concerned. At the same time, it is very obvious that Stark is a very dangerous person. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so Arlo goes back to, um, this is when he's like, it's like, well, I was going to check that, you know, for the boxes with KV or whatever. Um, so I guess I'll just go have a drink with my friends.
3: There's a few things that happened before this that we should cover. Um, Arlo had gone home at some point. His girlfriend basically gave him the ultimatum. And he said, well, he gave her kind of an ultimatum too. He's like, I will quit if you'll marry me. Right. Right. And also during this time, Daryl Zero is falling in love with Gloria.
1: Yeah. They've gone on dates. They. Yeah.
3: He, he, she, he told her she was an account. He was an accountant. So she had, he had to do her taxes. Really funny scene. Yes. And that's where he finds out that Creighton. Somehow related to
1: he, see, he sees he the sees the picture the picture sees the picture and, the picture and, and a lot the, of the deposits back, yeah. and and withdrawals that are made yeah yeah, um, yeah she asks him about a, a specific uh, deduction. For um, the chromium cr- C- Crom- or something, uh, Yeah, yeah corrodium. Yeah, and it's like well, it's for things that corrode
0: <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it was like, like
1: it was like similar to the Eurodian or Ur- 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 yeah,
0: yeah. All right, so so obviously Gloria is on to him, right?
1: Right yes yeah because she also and finds out from the from the person at the front desk that he claims that he was That's a little later but yeah that he was something else and so she's like no he said that he was this but when she but when she yeah but when
0: she invites him to her apartment she had, doesn't have that information right but she's still she's still onto it. she right. yeah she knows yeah she and, she, knows. and she's being kind of playing kind of coy but um but she does like give him access to this information at the same time right right um but what I love is when he calls uh, Arlo, and, um, and, and, uh, and all you hear is Arlo's side of the conversation, which I always love, because um, the jokes just hit differently. Yeah. But he says, um, so let me get this straight. You can do blah, 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 blah. You can fly an, uh, an airliner, but you don't know how to file a tax return. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, and "Then there's a couple beats, and then he says, no, it's a W-2.
1: WW2 is the second world war. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so funny. So he uh yeah and so but yeah when when we get to the uh to the scene there where like you know he talks about us like yeah she was my college girlfriend she um was uh, you know I became a little bit um obsessed with her after you know she kind of showed up out of my um you know out of the blue after we had long broken up or whatever and um you know i had gotten married again or whatever and he's like so you're um you know and then she accused me of uh, of something and he's like rape um and it's like well at that point i couldn't let that get out right so i had for my family yeah
0: he even said i had no no doubt that i could beat her in court but but just the specter of it right would be bad for
1: me so he basically says that he he hired creighton vincent yeah killer to which uh to which ben stiller goes back and says we work for awful people yeah to which it does not register with daryl zero no at all he's like we're the good guys we're the good guys we find things out we find things (laughs) out and they and they need our help so we're we're good to somebody basically (laughs) yeah and so and he's like this is what basically when he's like yeah i'm i'm done this with is my last this. case yeah this is it for me um because it's like you know he is a killer he killed that woman you know basically for nothing yeah you know, i mean like for something he didn't have to do yep and he and then he leaves and the stark's, <laughs> starks starts outside yeah yeah and he's scared you know like and he's like he wants to know who because they in all of this they know that gloria is the is the blackmailer they just don't know why right right and he wants to get that name yep because he wants to kill her yeah he wants to tie up all his loose ends. and, and he's, he's like, like
3: mm-hmm. he's like you want this name now for something that you can do tomorrow after the drop or whatever there's one cheesy moment like there's two moments in this movie that i'm like uh a little bit and in this one when um stark is offering him money he's like i'll give you half a million dollars million dollars five million dollars or whatever well he basically said like i'll give you five million dollars for you to kill that person yes and he the way that stiller delivers this line and the line itself is so hokey he's like well
1: i'll kill you I have a gun and everything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, was well,
0: like, I, I have a gun. I have a gun and everything.
1: Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's more of a he had the he didn't know what to say to get away from him. Oh, sure. Just the way it's delivered and the, the line itself. I was just like a uh,
3: little face. palmy me um, for me. But but what what really <laughs> is happening here is that even though Arlo is quitting on Daryl zero, he still has his integrity. Right. And he yeah. still will protect zero and his work.
1: Right. And it, and, 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 point, and it's, it's also protecting protect- another person right. too. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. I yeah. mean, he's he's not going to be at fault for the death of somebody who's not who shouldn't be dead right. over right. something. And maybe he kind of sympathizes with But yeah. still but they still don't
0: understand why her. Right. Right. Like that that just hasn't quite come to light yet for them.
1: Um so in the meantime Well, not only why her, but um, they sh- they soon find out that Creighton Vincent is the old person that she cares right. for. Right. So
2: why and, care- and they
0: and they think that he was is her father, Creighton Vincent. Right. And that she was raised by her aunt and uncle because he um, was in he jail. went to prison. Yeah. Yeah. For killing uh Glor or if not Gloria, um Clarissa. Right. Yeah. If ever there was a name that deserved to be in a poem, it was Clarissa. Yeah, I love that <laughs> <laughs> um begged even um but uh so he goes on another date with Gloria, Daryl does they go to a um
1: like a malt shop, yeah, it's a very it's very wholesome, yeah, and a Nick
0: cave song comes on, yeah, and uh they um. He makes a a mistake. He leaves the receipt, which he had earlier.
1: He told her, "Told
0: her you you should really save all of your receipts, right?" And uh, you know, it's it's that's my motto. Always take the receipts, you know. And uh, but he leaves it. Um, And the camera makes sure you notice. um, And of course, she notices, right? Right. Um, but but still, I don't think I think she already kind of knew right yeah and what she still invites him home she still invites him home and they have sex so yeah. she definitely knows at that point that, that song was a poor
3: choice by the way yeah i don't hate the, that song but it's so like the, it's uh,
0: ly- lyrically it doesn't work yeah yeah for that scene i agree yeah yeah that was the other
3: moment in this movie that I was like ah, i don't know about that
0: lyrically it doesn't work yeah. the first the first verse does the second verse doesn't um anywho uh and then at that point, oh yeah, he had stayed over at her house before um, as well, but slept on the couch. There was another funny thing there. She's told him the co- couch folded out, but when they show him sleeping, it's <laughs> not, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't fold it out. And, and he's also very uncomfortable. And that's, I think that moment where you realize that he's, he's falling in love with Yeah. Her. He's struggling with his. Yeah. yeah. Because he, but he all, but he's willing to go there and stay there and yeah, he's struggling but he wants to be near her also yeah right and that's where he starts to make mistakes in his detecting but starts to also become a better person
1: right yeah yeah yeah
3: there's some growth there. there's some growth <laughs>
1: there for daryl daryl zero there, there is an arc here for for daryl um yeah and this is one of those things where it's like um uh, the He's, uh, he 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 really now wants to know because the thing is it's like he knows that any minute he can he can get um pretty much at any minute he can get rid of stark by just saying here's the key here's what you want right in that in that box um because he has to still figure out what that box is and what it is and, and how to get get it out but this is you know he knows that he can basically get rid of Stark at any at any moment. He just he is now he desperately wants to know more about this woman that, you know, he <laughs> suddenly. Well, not only that, but he can get rid of Stark, but Stark's still going to press him. Right. Because
0: um, somebody's blackmailing him. right. And he's going
3: to want to know who. There's another critical moment, too, though, in the in the scene in the diner. Um, another funny single sided call where daryl zero calls arlo and he asks him if a person can Mm. be physical evidence
1: yeah because he's starting to put together who she says something about really is right because she starts saying something to the effect about what her mother had red hair her mother had red hair because the the waitress had red hair yep and then also uh you know we already know that stark likes redheads Uh yeah Um, and so it's, yeah, it's basically, it's like, oh n- no, Stark's the father. Yeah. Why I love this
3: movie. Steph and I had to pause it right before he made that call, I think to let ransom out our dog out or something. And we started talking about it and we pieced all that together while we were talking. And it's like, this movie gave us all the information we needed. Never overtly. Like I probably would have been surprised by buy it but also been like oh this all makes sense if right. we hadn't paused at that exact moment yep but good storytelling gives you all the information you need without
1: hitting you on the head with it mm-hmm. right but yeah that's- yeah well and that's the thing it's like it's all it's all there for you to find it's like saying when you're looking for anything you're gonna find something yes it all yep. ties to that you whole- just need detachment
3: and us pausing it was detachment right. and even he like said i love he has a few great lines but he says earlier, I mastered the fine art of detachment, which has made him the greatest observer that's ever lived. Yep. Yeah. It's, he's so full of himself,
1: obviously, but uh-huh. it's, his. but it's also meaning. true though. His words have meaning. Yeah. Right. And, and he even admits that that was not the best decision he could make. Right. For, you know,
3: well, he for emotional
1: health. He becomes passionate about something in the case and it's kind
3: it's not really his downfall. He almost fucks it up, but he doesn't.
0: Yeah, which is I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, good stuff. Sorry, no proceed. That's good, that's good stuff. Um, so wait, where are we at
1: then? Because, he... right. So at this point, he is asked. It's like, well, can a person be um, um yeah the the material evidence, and uh you know, and so they're like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and so it's like, well, then Gloria is the daughter of Clarissa yeah. and Stark and it's there and Boom. he doesn't and he doesn't know she exists
0: she doesn't he doesn't know she exists that's why the bed was moved because it was kind of like a makeshift crib yep um so that the baby the player, could crawl away, whatever, player yeah. Yeah. well he
1: called it a crawl space yeah um it, like a quite, makesh- quite
3: literally but basically <laughs> creighton in he's obviously a bad person too yes but what he does at that moment like seals his own fate because instead of leaving the baby with her dead mother he takes her to his sister
0: and it wasn't even just that it was the fact that if he did that then stark would find out that yes she exists. because there would be
3: all the stuff in the room that he removed and, and he
0: would want to kill the baby as well to deliminate the rest of the evidence yeah 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 so and he's like well that's a
1: bridge too far for me i yeah. gotta save this child it's clearly yeah. an anti-abortion movie <laughs> um so the <laughs> So, the uh, yeah, yeah right. But, he erases
0: every bit of evidence from the room. That's why he, of the, that there's a baby. And that's why everything has been touched. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. So, In yeah.
1: Sense. Then he, yeah. So he takes that and, um, r- r- right. And, and now, like, she has been taking care of the person who saved her, who ironically is also the person who killed her mother. Yeah but he was i mean to a certain extent she's come to the to the she has come to some solace that well he, it was really stark who killed yeah i mean
0: she she had lived her whole life thinking that creighton was her father and until then, about and, a month and, ago and, and, and then he it told went. her and it came clean and it while was kind of like his deathbed that confession. And while that's like a really hard thing for her to probably hear, um, she still looks at Creighton as her father and um and this other guy as the whole real reason why her mother is dead. Right. Yeah. Because ultimately, you know, she's right, uh Creighton saved her life.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so yeah, and that's a that's a very, very complicated Absolutely. But it's also, there's a, there's a realism to that a little bit. Um, You know, there, there is a realism to the idea that you, it, it would be hard to completely and totally detach yourself from the person who basically saved your life, even if it caused the death of a mother that you never really knew. Or you know, I mean, because as a baby, you you know, you, you have to grow up a little bit to know your mother, mm-hmm. and then you know, but it's all she knew. Yeah. So I, I how haven't... do you completely and totally change that? I mean, some people can, and that's that's one way of dealing with it. But in this scenario, it, it's a complete and total. Um. It's it's a complicated issue. Yeah, I do have a question for you about Gloria's
3: character because obviously she discovered Stark killed her mother and instead of going for justice she went the route of getting money from him instead right does mm-hmm. that do you have any problems with her for cuz normally i think in another any other movie i
1: might be like i don't like her because of the way she mm. did this yeah it's it, see again this is a complicated thing because it's like she is acting maybe more from pure anger. Right. You know, so it's like at that point. There may also be like a statute of limitations. Maybe. She may not be able to get. She has the proof that she can release.
0: And all she really has is um, the fact that she is. Yeah, biologically has fought her. Um, his daughter and the and Creighton Vincent on tape saying she
3: doesn't have that actually that's probably the reason why because it's in the safety. right deposit and she does
0: and she doesn't have the key right because yeah. because the whole thing with this with the safety deposit box is that creighton vincent put it on tape the whole thing about implicating stark he actually it, has it, him on tape saying yeah it has him on tape that i want you yeah. to kill him right um but he doesn't have the key right um so there was really nothing they can do with that right good point. and they don't know that he lost the key, which is why we're this whole movie's
1: happening. Yes, yes. right. He <laughs> believes the key was stolen. <clears throat>
0: yeah. So there's, there's
1: no real right, way for
0: her to get, I guess, yeah. justice
1: legally. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it's
0: right. And so she can make a wild accusation, but that's not going to do anything.
1: Right. Yeah. Right, cuz he's right. At the end he's going to be able to afford better lawyers. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean that's the that's the All she can get from him is to make sure that the person who he basically his decision to have her mother killed, put the guy who killed, who did the job in a position to where he has had to go to jail for it. Whereas before, if it was just the murder of somebody who was just there alone, he would have not gone to jail he would have had the rest of his life right which again it it becomes complicated yeah it's a complicated scenario because because he chose to save her life one she's alive and two he you know he had to go to jail for it so he basically went to jail for her he gave up his own life yeah he, he
0: he he paid
1: he yeah. paid, yeah. And, now, and, granted, and, and, he should have paid anyway. And Stark hasn't paid anything, and he hasn't done anything. Just and he, and he and he is not, yeah. And, and he is not bothered by the fact that he has no remorse. Like I said, no, it and it's
0: and it's less the money, honestly, than the the anguish that she's putting him through. Right, right. The fact that he's hiring you know, countless detectives to try and get to the bottom of mean, He is a mess, and that is the the true justice, right? Yeah
3: yeah and he even said he has a great line to stark he says you can't buy silence you can only rent it yeah right which is why he wants to find her so he can he wants end. to end it yeah he wants to end it so we have one final drop right yes. this is pretty much the end of the movie here um stark is going to make one more drop and i think
1: it's indicated that this will be the last drop this by- is the last time because yeah because that's the thing it's like there is no more care and there's nothing more that she needs to pay for Creighton Vincent. Mm-hmm. And she knows she's been found out too. Yeah. And she,
3: any more right. time that she spends is, is a sh- chance that Daryl Zero will turn her in.
1: Right. Because she knows, she knows. Right. Well, yeah, she knows his name. <laughs> yeah. As we find out, yeah. she knows who he really is. <laughs> That's one thing we haven't talked about. Daryl Zero has. An incredible stack of different IDs. <laughs> yes. yes,
0: he's very, very careful about not giving Never his, real, giving name to his real name Yeah, right.
3: I'm not even sure Daryl Zero's is his real name. That could be. Yeah, it's but, very likely.
0: But it one isn't. of his
1: yeah. IDs,
0: oh my God, has has his hair parted like wildly across, like down the center, of the down the side of the his
1: opposite corner, the opposite side. But it's
0: like mm. it's like the wind blew it. Right. It's, it's, it's all the way out to the side. Right. Uh, he's got the derpiest look on his face hey, fuck, it fucking kills me he it looks it like jeff me.
3: daniels from dumb and Dumber. it right? does kind of yeah
0: yeah totally yep oh my god it's funny but uh but yeah so the last drop is at the planetarium uh in portland and um he's already there she's already there he's disguised and in walks stark he was supposed to leave after he dropped the
3: money but mm-hmm. instead he goes into the planetarium
0: yep yeah and she sees him he sees her and he has a heart attack
1: mm. yeah he's been so stressed that that was part of the title of the uh, of the case yes. he was so stressed out that he literally had a heart attack <laughs> yep but she doesn't sacrifice her morals no she doesn't she's an EMT so what she do she saves him she saves mm. his life can't change your nature it can't change your nature which also means that um She basically needs to go Yeah, at this point. So it's um, not because.
3: Sorry, (laughs) not because uh, not because Stark knows who she is, because he really doesn't. No, still, he has no idea. But because, again,
1: she's he is. Yeah,
0: she's gotten too close to it. Right. Everything is it's. She's really close. He he's going to be able to start to put that together because, eventually because he recognizes her from the gym. And well, he
1: doesn't. He, he asks so. her. Well, she asks him. Do you know who you are? And she and he's like, well, Who are you? Mm, yeah. He doesn't. That's the thing. He is that, so. That, that was the other thing about his self self absorption. He's so yeah. self absorbed that even zero, who is. Literally next to him in two different scenes, gives him two different names and he doesn't know him from yeah. one scene to yeah. the next. Yeah. So, yeah, it's she she can bank on that. But eventually he might he may remember the person who saves his life. Yeah. And I think, too, and it, this could be debatable, but
3: zero is watching her. Yeah. As he saves her. Yeah. And I think that is the moment where he decides he will let her go. Yeah. Because oh, she definitely. did the right yeah. thing.
1: You think definitely? I think definitely. I, yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, he doesn't just let her go. Well, yeah, we'll he find helped. out more yeah. about yeah. that.
3: Yeah. But you know what I mean? Right.
0: Well, yeah. And I think that's also the the reason why this is the last drop is because she doesn't know what Daryl's is going to do. Right. Absolutely. Because she could give up. He could give up her name at any point. Yep. And so she's got it. She's got to go. 100%. Yeah. So she she tells him to meet before the drop thing. She tells him, Hey, I got something to take care of, meet me at my place at six PM. Right. Um, she doesn't really she she's pretty sure, probably at this point, not ninety-nine percent sure, but she thinks, you know, I'll tell him to meet me there at six p.m. But really, in reality, she's got her last hundred K and she's gonna take off to Thailand, I think. Yeah. Um But she calls the house. Yes. At her apartment. She calls her apartment. Daryl Zero's there and he picks up and they talk and, uh, she, you know, she tells him, you know, you're, you're, you, you figured me out, you know, and he's like, you know, how did you figure me out? And that's when she mentions, Oh, a few things, but the receipt was a big one. Yeah. And, um, he was like, yep, I, I left the receipts and made me sloppy. Right. Yeah. And, or, or it's like the, uh, the, the, you made me sloppy or something like yes. that. Like she was getting to him. There's a
3: great interchange here too, just slightly before that. Sorry. Where he tells her what flight she's going to be on. Yeah. Like he knows exactly where she's and she's like, well, if you knew I was here, yeah, yeah, why are you there? And he says, well, I knew you'd be there, but I hoped you'd be here. You'd be here. Yep. It's so great. fucking great. Yeah, it's great. Well, yeah
1: that's the he he, that's a little bit more of shedding the objectivity yeah 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 but in lieu of himself he sent arlo Arlo. yeah right into which he's like there's a man that's sitting behind you and she's like oh god like she's still unsure this is like her that why she's leaving right she's unsure
3: what he will do yeah um and he's like no no don't worry He's got he's got my pack of IDs for you to use.
2: <laughs> right.
3: Keep moving. Don't blah, keep blah, much blah. money
1: on you. Just keep, you Never know. Never use the same name, your real name or the same name in the same place. Stay out of westernized uh countries for a little while. And at give least the false months.
3: information as much as you can. Yep. Right.
1: <laughs> yep. So good. I love the ending of this movie. It yeah. lands perfectly. Right. And you know, then he um right and he's sitting down yeah he he you know talks about how you know it's like you know she was the first basically and like made him really it, it changed everything about who he is by being that perfect foil yeah to him yeah um and so you know and he's like never tried to contact her again but i hope that you know, where I, I imagine wherever she is, she's, you know, flying through the air. Yeah, yeah.
0: skydiving. That was a, a thing that he didn't understand about her, that he was intrigued he, by, the, why she would want to skydive.
1: Right, because he doesn't understand why anybody would do anything that could potentially put them in harm's way. And, and he, she gives the fatalistic argument that I always give, like, if I'm going to die, a piano's going to fall on my fucking head, like... Right, it's, it's my like, time to go. I'm gonna go. Yeah. You know? right. And, and, it's like and, you you don't you never know when the right when that's going to be. So, why does that prevent you from doing anything? Yeah. He yeah. also he also
0: tells her one true thing that is probably what makes her fall in love with him. And it's he's never you know been vulnerable in that place where he tells her what happened with his own parents' deaths. Oh yeah. Right that his father killed his mother and then killed himself. Um, And she's got it all figured out for the most part at this point, but she's now fallen in love with him.
1: Yeah. 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 And yeah. So like I was saying earlier, um, and this is something that I feel like was very much a thing of the 90, late nineties and maybe early two thousands that, There's a, there is a melancholy to this movie. It doesn't necessarily make you feel sad, but it's more realistic. Yeah. Because like we were talking about, it's like there are difficult concepts in this movie. The concept of why she should care for the person who killed her mother. Well, she never really knew her mother. So therefore, you know, he saved her life. That means something to her. Right. It's, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, what if you ever found out that, you know, one of your family members did something terrible at some point, well, you know, it's like, well, you're not supposed, you you can't just throw away everything you've known for all of your life. Right. You know, it's like, now it's one thing. It's like, (laughs) it would be one thing if like a family member, you know, you witness them kill somebody who's important to you that would be one thing right but right. like you know there there's so many uh, there's there's extra concept here going on that's very realistic but it also speaks to the you know kind of the the general melancholy of life you know and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's sad it's just it's just something that's it's a very 90s vibe to the like the melancholy of it right reminded it, I mean, it's a 90s movie, but I'm like, this movie is really 90s. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> these are damaged people, but they're, you know, like it, even the really, really bad person in this is not obviously a villain. Mm-hmm. He's just he's a rich guy with um, a lack of morals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's a rich guy who's like, well, I'll just kill anybody who gets in my way. And it's so flippant that, it, like, it's he's not a mustache twirling guy. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, not Dirk Dastardly right. putting women on the train. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> or is that? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty, yeah, that's pretty close. Close enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like it also has this um kind of the the conclusion where he's talking about like you know how important she was to him. But she, he never went back to look her up. Or any, that's why I think she's, like,
3: the Irene Adler character. Because anytime she's around, she will be unsafe for him. Yeah. To continue to do what he needs to do, he would never be able to accomplish again if she was in his life. Yeah. And that's, like, every time Irene Adler comes back into Sherlock Holmes story, he, like, tailspins. Yeah. It would be the same thing with him. So. That, well,
1: yeah. and But that's, I mean, and it's a uh it, it is a sad thing can't change your nature though well, well yeah but i yeah. mean but like that but that's still i mean that is a very anti what you want you want your your hero to get you know to to have the happy ending right but there is no happy ending well who's, the hero? who's really the concerned. hero in this movie well that's fair but i mean like but our our protagonist yeah I think
3: Gloria does get the happy ending, right? She and does. She's the person you'd really want,
1: but
0: I for mean, it but to she's come, not
1: the protagonist of the movie. I know, and, but I the know. bad
0: guy still gets away with murder.
1: Yes, he does. That's I true. Mean,
0: they 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 even they're they are exceedingly fair with him, right? They they send him back the portion of the money that was for finding the identity of the blackmailer, and they give him the tape of Creighton Vincent and, and him and start conversing. And also his car keys back. <laughs> right. And I think a part of that too is not I
3: think. Part of that is a protection of Gloria because Fair. Stark can close the case on this and feel like he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Because he has all
0: the information he, he has for him. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So he won't go looking for her. Right. Yeah. But he's still there's still somebody who was blackmailing him. Yeah. 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 So her she's not safe. Not completely, but lessened. But but yes. Yes. He has no reason to to imagine that he has a daughter
1: right yeah right and you know i mean for all i mean yeah and for all for all he knows it was actually creighton vincent who was and when he dies yeah then it just will eventually kind of go away right right yeah um yeah no it's just it's it's this you know the the protagonist doesn't really win the antagonist Gets everything he wants, but is he really the antagonist of this movie? I would almost say that the protagonist is also the antagonist, Uh (laughs) Um, just because he's such a weird person. Yeah, you know. So, like, there. Well, that's who the movie's really about, right? I mean, exactly. And and he gets in his own way. He makes his own mistakes. He gets too involved, but at the same time, he does the right thing in the end. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it's it's just it's a. It's one of those types of movies. It's hard to put your finger on it, but every now and then there's a movie that comes along where it's like, well, that didn't end happy, but it ended perfectly. But it's satisfying. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It is. I am happy for it to end this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, none of it feels contrived either. Right. It, It would
0: be contrived if they ended up together right exactly right. Yeah. exactly well yeah
1: i mean that's, that's or if or stark went to jail you know right yeah well and it's, it's kind there'd of there'd be funny. a scene
0: where they are like somehow able to get him to confess again or something oh, right and, it's wish... like, and then the cops all yeah come exactly it's like you
1: got him yeah. you know and, and arlo is like he walks off smiling and it's like right. he gets the he gets the thing after being a workhorse the whole time Yeah,
0: right i kind of wish
1: that exposition wasn't there just a little bit like where
3: he says i never did go looking for her, mm-hmm. and arlo got married and blah 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 I'm like i wish the movie just ended on that phone call um when she was at the airport but it was
0: still nice to have that little wrap-up well guess. you wonder about that because from a creative aspect what jake caston thought he might do with this story right right you know, you wonder if was that just tacked on later to kind of sell help sell the movie? Right. You know, did it did they did somebody do was that a studio note? Someone told him they needed more of a point on it. Right. You know, who knows? Right? I, I would mean, love to see more Daryl Zero. Absolutely. Movies. Yeah. And he tried to make the T V show. Um, there was a pilot that was shot and everything, but it didn't get picked up. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, but at what point in time too does it just become a retread of Sherlock Holmes? Right, it, it was right. dangerously close yeah. in this movie anyway. I mean, we kind of got, in my opinion, we kind of got more Dar- zero with the with the most recent Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock yeah. Holmes movies yeah. in a lot of ways. This British version of it, yeah, yeah, agreed. He was a better musician. Yeah. He <laughs> was definitely <a>
2: better
1: musician. <laughs> um, no, I, it, it's kind of funny, because I thought, like, after the movie ended, and, and I had that kind of a, <clears throat> huh, because a couple of things. One, I used to always say, and our, and our buddy Shannon knows this, it's like, I, he always knew that I was a big fan of what I call the non-ending, mm. which is, there is no grand, happy, everybody gets what they want the mood the 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 everything just continues on we don't see it but it just continues on and that from the reason why i love that is because of the cheers finale ah there is no sam doesn't sam doesn't get everything he ever wanted because he already had it it was the bar and and his friends at the bar you know so it's like oh wow okay wow awesome it's like he he was all he already had the love of his life Mm -hmm. um and so i've always like appreciated that same kind of idea in movies where it's it leaves you more saying huh i didn't think of it like that or i didn't see that coming or i didn't i didn't think that would happen or whatever and you know again another thing that kind of i mean in, in some ways chinatown ends like that yeah you know where it's like the bad guy won Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. You just live life. That's Chinatown, Jake. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Um, So, yeah, but like what, what's funny is, is that there's also these other kind of endings like this that were kind of common in this time where it's like, there's a there's a sad story there that becomes the attraction of that movie or whatever. And it's like something that came up recently was a conversation. I know, Jay, I don't think you like this movie all that much. But uh, it's what always attracted me to Vanilla Sky. Oh, yeah. Because that's a sad story. That is a sad movie. I, I like Vanilla Sky. I probably would have liked it more if I hadn't seen the original first. Fair enough. But... Um, but in, in the exact same thing is what attracts me to like A.I. Also, it's like that, there's a Spielberg's best movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Inside joke. That's right, there. Chuck.
0: <laughs> you, know, you know, one thing that bugs someday, me.
1: Someday we're going to talk about this. Movie. I mean,
0: one thing about Vanilla Sky that bugs me is that that started the era of camera crew movies where he started shoehorning music in that didn't fit. He was he had such a good track run. For a
1: while. I would argue that it does and, fit and in then, Vanilla Sky, and, but
0: then it just got too on the nose. Like when they started like recreating the album covers and everything. And well, there's
1: there's the whole there's a the whole reason
0: for I that know, thing. but it just it just feels too too much like a brand at that point for mm. Camera Crow. Yeah, you I know? mean, we, we maybe it, someday it, it, we'll talk about that, that whole thing. We- I thought <laughs> that whole connection and how things connected was just so much less contrived in the original than that uh, for me so anyway that's that's my yeah hey, anyway zero the effect. reasons i didn't like that movie are starting to flood back sorry <laughs> zero effect. We kept, we, we yeah, but it.
1: but no I, I thought about that because of that same kind of the 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 sadness of these characters and of the situations and everything it, it appeals to me and the exact same thing happened after watching this zero effect was that it's like These are, you know, kind of sad, shitty characters. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, every one of them has a fault, and and it's like maybe the one that doesn't have a fault is is uh, Angela Featherstone's character. We don't really know all that well, well, which put out, and that's the
0: one happy ending we get is her and Arlo. They get married, and Daryl Zero goes there to their wedding
1: in disguise. (laughs) Disguise. (laughs) He doesn't. There's one place he doesn't go in disguise at the end. And that's to the funeral of Creighton Vincent. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is almost like he is really, you know, paying his respects yeah. to yeah. Uh, to Gloria. Yep. Yeah. more than anything. Um, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just that these are these are not great characters, but they're not necessarily bad. The one bad guy is frighteningly maybe more realistic than yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Um who's brazen about the fact that he can just pay for anybody to be killed. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, the, the rest of the characters are flawed, but they're not bad. You're not, they're not making you feel bad watching them. Right. It's just, it's one of those things that's like, huh? All right. Well, that didn't end the way I thought it might, or it didn't end as most movies would end or whatever. Well, Hey, i have one thing to say because i know the listeners have been
3: on pins and needles to hear if i like this movie or not (laughs) oh that's right last week
1: we weren't so sure i didn't like it at all i loved it (laughs) there it is there it is there it is there's one two three loves right here you know it's funny
0: i I, did Steph like it yes i figured she would because you asked a while back um if I could recommend any movies you I could think of that were like the nice guys. Yeah. And I couldn't, I, this one didn't come to mind, but it totally is in that vein. Yeah. 100%. Like it, is, it is a Steph movie for sure. Yeah. 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 And what's the other one? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yep. 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 More Shane black.
3: More things. Shane black. This is definitely yeah. in that.
0: It's in that, that Shane black era yeah. or, or area.
1: Yeah. 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 Did we did it? Think did we so, do it? Did we do it? I think we did it. I, I mean, this it. is your movie. This is the movie you yeah. you really wanted. I like. To... I haven't.
0: I hadn't seen this movie in probably nearly twenty years, and I still love it. Yeah, I, it's, great.
1: It's it's a movie that I I look forward to to watching again at some yeah. point. Um, I might as well just. I I should have just. I I considered buying it instead of renting it on on Amazon last it's like night. Four dollars different. I know. I feel I, I feel it like too. it's got to get a. Um,
0: maybe one day a blu-ray release that'd it's, be nice it's not been given one I
1: mean, it looked it looked fine on amazon it did it looked really good I mean, it yeah. looked fine there um yeah i, used, I, I think in fact i maybe almost
3: vhs you did I, that's where i watched yeah. it was your
1: vhs copy yeah. in california in our apartment i'm pretty sure i'm yeah. kind of thinking that i almost would rather have it the way that i saw it because it does feel like i watched it in the 90s yeah yeah it's it's got some of that um that grainy pixelation in the whites
0: yeah you know that they always had in the 90s yeah it's yeah. like it's
1: it's a little bit better than dvd it's a yeah. lot better than vhs it's almost like you went to the theater and so yeah. i wish amazon would let
3: you apply your rental money towards a purchase within the next seven days yeah or something. hey That'd jeff be bezos awesome be get idea. on yeah. that yeah when you yeah.
1: come back from space rocket man why don't you do something <laughs> about that also why don't you not shower an, an ex-alcoholic well, 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 and i read and it, i read champagne. it twice Because I rented it
0: on, fuck that.
1: I was going to watch
0: it on Tuesday. We're recording this on a Sunday, viewers. I was going to watch it on on the previous, like last Tuesday, but then Susan was like, I'm going to get a drink. You want to come with me? I was like, fuck it. Sure. Mm Because I just paid for the rental. I was like, ah, sure. I'm sure I'll be able to get to it in the next 48 hours, even with travel. I was like, because I was traveling. I thought I'll watch it on my computer or something. Did not get to see it. So then I watched it again. I rented it again last night. So I paid four dollars. But you I, should have just bought it. I, I didn't realize.
1: Yeah, I no, I should have just. Oh well. Anyway. We all should have bought it. That's uh, you know what? One of us should well, I should just buy it on my Voodoo account, then you guys can watch it whenever the fuck there you go. want. Do it. There it is. Anyway, um yeah. Good times, good movie. The zero effect, which is what happens when you apply the two obs. The two obs objectivity and observation yep um can we talk about what i what i'm bringing yes yeah yes yeah finally we're gonna talk about king kong 1976 yeah um this is the first episode of monster mondays ever um i made it that way because fuck yeah love this movie love this movie more than anybody should and probably anybody does um (laughs) this is my go-to king kong um, and I know you guys are excited to watch
0: it. I, I am, am actually. It's been a long time since I've seen this, but I remember this movie from a,
1: seeing it as a kid. Yeah. yeah, it was on TV a lot. Yeah, when yes, we were younger. it was. Yes, um, which is where my love of it is, is came. Is it Sybil Shepherd? Nope. No. Jessica, Lange? Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange. Did you I introduce Sybil Shepherd? Sybil Shepherd.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> S- Sybil. Chuck. Um. No, it's, it's uh, Jessica Lange. It's yes. Jessica Lange's first movie. That's right. Uh, Jeff Bridges, Charles Grodin. Oh, the castle yeah. looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. Um, so he even got the guy who played Non from, uh, Superman. I remember, I remember Kneel before
0: non. Kong <laughs> looking so convincing and awesome as a kid. I was like, holy crap. He looks so cool. I mean, that's the Kong that they did the ride based on and everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. He had yep. banana breath and everything <laughs> on that ride. <laughs> did he? Yeah. I never got to go on the ride. Yeah. I mean, when bread? he screamed
1: at you, you smelled. You banana. smelled uh, That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's great. That's a great detail. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm real excited about. It. I'm so excited about it. I'm going to watch both versions: the theatrical and then the TV cut. That's three and a half hours long. So interesting.
0: As the TV cut was, it's three and a half hours so long. So it's
1: it's longer than Peter Jackson's. Let's put it that I way. I feel like that's probably what I saw as a kid. But three probably. and a half
0: hours? How long on TV would that be with commercials? Like four and a half. Holy crap.
1: Yeah.
3: I I see. I seem to remember seeing the end of this movie a lot more than all of this movie.
1: Yeah. It's possible that also, they played I re- it two I nights. I
0: really remember all the stuff where they, they bring them from Skull Island back and on the ship and everything. Yeah. Like, on I the remember, oil tanker? Yeah. I remember
1: that vividly. Yeah. Yep.
0: I'm excited.
3: Yeah. That I'm Doug's excited.
1: I am excited to watch this. And you, if you guys hate it, I'm quitting this show. I, there's I no way I There's no way I'm going to hate this movie. <laughs> I'm a King Kong fan, so yeah, there's no too. way I'll hate it. Um anyway so yeah that is happening next week um also next week Monster Monday's 1942's cat people oh, nice. I think it's I think you can actually argue even though uh ob- objectively it's there I think you can actually argue that there is not a cat person in this movie mm-hmm. but anyway mm-hmm. I mean it's heavily implied So so the remake had
0: 100% more cat people and 100% more David Bowie
1: yes and a hundred percent more um Paul Schrader was Jennifer Connelly in that one no no it was was, um, Natasha Natasha Kinski Kinski. ah yes yes who is the guy the guy is um in the in the remake yeah
0: it was um I can't remember I can see his face I can't
1: was it Willem Dafoe no it's not Willem Dafoe Anyway. Anyway. It's one it's a about, weirdo. What about uh B movie It's, it's or, a or it's a weirdo. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, so Monster Mondays uh film seizure, catch those at filmseizure.com. You can follow us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to our uh YouTube channel, which I do definitely recommend because in just a few weeks, Monster Mondays is going to be YouTube only. Yeah. With a whole month of Godzilla Flicks. And then um You can also find us at the various podcast sites, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you like it. We're probably there. Um, Then, this Friday, it's the 300th B-movie anima. Wow. Lots of celebrations going on. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? The 200th uh, film seizure last week, 300th uh, B-movie anima. It's not just an article about me and why I do it or what what historically um, significant stuff happened. I actually watch... A movie. If you can call it a movie. It's the Howling New Moon. Oh, no. It's, oh a, no. it's a shit bag movie. Oh no. Oh no. And uh I go into you guys need to watch it or you guys need to read it because you guys didn't watch it like I did. I know.
0: So you you have now
1: watched, I've watched that the movie twice. twice. Not many people have done that. Hey, no. I watched about an hour of that movie. Yeah, but I watched the full I, fucking I think thing I twice. Got maybe 30 minutes in. Maybe yeah. I took a break for fireworks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a bad, yeah. it's a bad, 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 bad. But world. we were, but we I've were, but we were back
0: to start howling,
1: um, eight on time. Which... Reborn. Reborn. Howling Reborn.
0: Yeah. Which wasn't was, great, but better. it was seven. a lot better, better than,
1: seven. Uh, than seven. Yeah. And then, uh, this weekend go over to YouTube, uh, for the, uh, B movie, Animo YouTube channel and watch B movie, of the series. Uh, We're getting down to the last three episodes of the season. This week, Mistress of the Apes, that is also a shitbag movie. My co-host walks out, and I have to do the episode (laughs) alone.
3: This is the first time that's happened. I'm kind of surprised.
1: It is not the first time it's happened. There's another time it happened Mm -hmm. for Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe. (laughs) It might be a seasonal thing. It might just happen every episode, or every, every year. So anyway, so yeah. Those are the things. B-Movie Enema, you can follow that on Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can also just subscribe to that YouTube. Because I also pull clips from the howling New Moon Rising. You just got to see this shit to believe it. <laughs> it's just cowboy boots just it's sitting got the, the floor. It
0: has the best werewolf transformation that has ever been made.
1: By not showing it. Oh, wait. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about. I know. Yeah. I know what it's you're talking about. It's also got a fart joke in it. Anyway. Um, so... <laughs> Anyway, those are the things. But next week, I'm most excited because King Kong is the shit. It's definitely the best thing happening all next week. Oh, Cat People's pretty good, too, though. Anyway, 201 episodes. Boom. How about that? Pretty amazing. Until next time, I have been Jeff Arbuckle. I have been Chuck Moore.
0: I am Jason Oliver. Malcolm McDowell and John Hurd are the weirdos in Cat People.
1: That's it, Malcolm McDowell. Thank you.
0: And you have been listening to Film Seizure.